When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? It's January 8th. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. We got National Championship game to talk about. We got chicken nuggets and soda we talk about. We got kill yourself quotes to talk about. We got Knicks. We got other stuff and other stuff and then some other stuff. This was Tom Petty opening the show with Running Down a Dream, which was released in 1989, which is Jake and mine's birth year, which is the theme of the music this week. Jake... My great and good friend, how are you doing? Good, Jimmy. Happy, happy Tuesday. Best day of the week. Best day of the week. Everyone enjoy your bad day. Except it's not, because you hate Tuesday. Hey, I have something. Okay. You're not acting like it's Tuesday. The whole pre-show, you've been like, I think you've hit full healthy. I think you're, you're feeling good today. And I think you have to admit that right now you're winning the battle against this Tuesday. I am. And there's a couple things going on, Jim. Um, So I watched. I wasn't super stoked for the national title game. Like, I I think like a lot of people, I I totally forgot until yesterday morning. And I was like, yeah. I forgot. Okay. I forgot until you said yesterday that Clemson is like you were talking to Lamar Jackson and you were like, Clemson's playing. During our show, I was like, oh, yeah, I have to do that tonight. Yeah, Lamar Jackson went to Louisville, but Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Um, And know what it was? I think this weekend's football games were so good that you just kind of overlooked it. Like, normally, I think if if one of the Sunday playoff games was, you know, uh, a 40 to 14 game, you know, during the fourth quarter, they'd be like, oh, the national championship game tomorrow. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, hope that's good. Yeah, but, but you got your fill from the fourth games on the weekend. Yeah, but so then I, I woke up and I was, you know, I knew it was on and I was like, I'm, I'm sure I'll probably end up watching it, but I didn't make a plan or anything. But then the way things ended up at work or at with my girlfriend's work, she, she was running an event and it was going late. So everything changed in, like, one text, but in a good way. It went from, like, me cooking chicken on the grill, like, going outside in the cold, cooking some vegetables, to her not coming home, which made me eat leftovers. So I just cut out my cooking time. Um, 
and like my eating time like that just happened and I had just I had worked out before that so I went from like having this nice of kind of doing some chores and activities and you know cooking and all that stuff to it was all out the window and so it was like right before kickoff I took a shower and then just camped out and was ready to watch the football game and it was a pretty awesome incredible thing to see you watched yeah, I watched. I watched a little bit, and I turned it off. I didn't watch the fourth quarter, so I missed that fake fake field goal attempt, which is hilarious. But I watched oh, the yeah. replay. That was amazing. The first quarter of that game was insane, and then it kind of didn't didn't live up to the first quarter the rest of the way because Bama just got crushed. Yeah, well, I, I we'll we'll talk a little bit about it in the natinal news. We'll get um, there. The other reason I've I've got Tuesday by the balls right now is um. Again, this event uh, that the lady's working on for work. Um, so she, it's kind of hilarious uh, because I used to do events and stuff and I was perfect for them because you have to just be like high energy. Anything goes. Stress-free. Give it hell. Give it hell for 12 hours. There's like the smallest task you have to take care of and the biggest task you have to take care of. But you have to treat them all the same because if one of the little things goes wrong, it could, it could throw stuff off. So you have to have, like, you just have to have your priorities and just go hard, go fast. Mm-hmm. She doesn't work like that. She wants everything to be planned out, and this goes like this, this goes this way. But in events, you need to plan for the wiggle room and the adjustment, and she doesn't get that. Her, her brain is wired that if you don't, it, why do you even plan? <laughs> yeah. If, if, if you're going to have the ability to wiggle, why even plan? So mm-hmm. that's where she's at right now. So she's frustrated with that, but she woke up early for that. So she woke up and started doing her morning routine, which I, I set my alarms, but I normally base my stuff off of that. So she gets going and I wake up. I'm feeling pretty good. I got in bed a little earlier than the usual. I like the football game. And I, I start rolling around and I was like, oh, it must be like 7 a.m. It was like 545. Wow. So I was already up. So then I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do a morning. So I had like, I had breakfast. I had a little coffee already. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm bringing it a Tuesday a little bit right now. That being said, normally the, the front end of Tuesday, what gets me. And then you, things look more optimistic towards the back end. I know something's going to come in. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to, like, do a curl and my bicep will just rip off my arm or something like that later. So Keep your head on a swivel. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, yeah. What were those? Mo- Final destination. That's basically my life today. Yep. Waiting for the Tuesday attack. Artie, <laughs> Artie Cruz just did his own sound drop in the chat. He said, everybody enjoy your terrible day. <laughs> <laughs> verbal, verbal sound drop. How uh, how was your night? You you watched you watched uh, first half of a football game and stuff. Yeah, so my brother Luke is here till Thursday. He goes to Peru for two weeks, study abroad, little thing. Okay, and Which then he, one. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to back to school in Ohio. So we're like getting in our hangout time, which is awesome. But it's turned nights into like just getting too high and and right. doing nothing. And my old man self, like we're we're not. If I told Luke this, he'd be shocked. He's like, we don't do anything. We just sit and watch TV and play games. I'm like, yes. Right. But usually, I just sit at my computer and like do some work. Like I'm so boring. What games do you play? Mexican Train. Okay, nice. 
It's like Katie and I don't have a lot of games. So my parents' house, we have every game imaginable. But Mexican Train's fun for watching like a sports game and playing. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty I haven't good. played in a while. Yeah. We, uh, we got Zimmer a dog bed. Zimmer's 13 years old. He's like two years past life expectancy. And he's always slept on the couch or a bed with us, you know? Like he, so he's used to cushions. Right. He's never had a dog bed before. But he's too old to jump on the couch. He can do it if you're not around. But if you're around, he'll just put his front paws up and be like, come on, help me, help me. Yeah, I get that. Like, come on, dude. Uh, and then he smells bad. Like if he yawns, it's like, oh my God, you just hit me with a gas bomb. And if he farts, don't even think about living for the next five minutes. You're just turtle shelling in your shirt and going away. Sure. I've seen that. Seen yeah. That live. So we're like, we got to get him on a bed. So we got him this dog bed, but we didn't think he would take because dogs like, you know, he, was, he could be like, what is this? I've never had Can't this. teach an old dog new tricks. They'll there say, you go. Jim. There you go. But he's, uh. Not only does he love it, he looks cute as hell in it. I'll tell you that. I put an Instagram okay. post on my Instagram, my personal Instagram. It's, it's delightful. But, Jake, right. he likes having his head on a pillow. <laughs> and you know how dogs spin? Right. So he couldn't figure out. He spins in a way that doesn't allow him to stop with his head facing the outside of the bed. Gotcha. Basically, like he can't spin himself into the correct position. So Luke and I were high just watching him go onto his dog bed, do like nine spins like dogs do, and then bow out. And then he would just look at the two of us like, I couldn't get it. Yeah. I need help. I really tried. <laughs> and then, well, then Luke wanted to just watch him, but I felt bad. So I had to like pick him up, put him sideways, and lay him into the position. You Today he like figured that? it out, though. Right now he's good. It was pretty funny to watch, though. I, wa- I was going to do like get a the angle. I, we've all been there. But it was a lot of spins before you couldn't get the angle. Good for Zim. It was pretty funny. Also, yeah, it looks good right now. Oh, dude, I had he was he was walking around this morning with just a a poop hanging out his ass. Oh yeah, been there. I thought it was gonna drop, so I saw it. I ran to the kitchen. I grabbed some paper towels, and then I went to like go underneath for the drop because I thought yeah. he was. Sometimes in the morning he poops because he doesn't know he's pooping because he's so old, right. and it wasn't. So I then I like <laughs> like grabbed it. Like, it just pulled it off. Sure. It was just stuck. And it was like a hard poop. Like, how long had this been there? Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, that once or twice. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Dogs. Uh, another news. Uh, for Christmas, I got this um, This Day in History calendar. So I figured every now and then I can just throw one out there if we don't have a big opening. Today is the death anniversary uh, of uh, Galileo. The death anniversary. Yeah. His death birthday. Okay. Cool. It's called a death birthday. Bro, this is his birthday, man. Yeah, man. Like his death birthday. It's from Orange County. Love that quote. Love Orange County. <laughs> you do love Orange County. Their best friend died, and it's like a year away, and they want to go surfing in his honor. <laughs> this is his <laughs> birthday, bro. This is his death birthday. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right, let's go to some tri-state news. Sound good? Sure. 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 The Nets and the Knicks both lost by three or more points last night. The Knicks lost, and James Dolan, who swears they're not tanking with his fingers crossed, says they lack a star player a la 
Henrique Lundquist. Yankees signed speedy outfielder Billy Burns to a minor league contract. Baylor head coach Matt Rule's Wikipedia page was edited on Monday afternoon to say that he is currently the head football coach of the New York Jets. This, up to this point, is untrue. The White Sox have signed John Jay, and people say they only signed him because he's friends with Machado in an attempt to recruit Machado away from New York and Philadelphia and to Chicago. Hey, John Jay, you pawn? You just got $4 million simply for being a pawn. Wow, what a sucker you must feel like. All that $4 million just as a pawn, you dumb piece of shit. Whoa. Tri-State News. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think people's favorite segment of the show is? Tri-State News, National News, or Weird News Stories? Weird science, but we rarely do that segment. Yeah. Um, One and done. You said Nets and Knicks both lost by three or more points, but both teams were a lot more than that. So that would be more than three. Yeah, I know. It's just I, I think people would say that's an odd way to say it. Yeah, well, I didn't look at the scores, and I didn't want to do math. So I knew that they at least lost by more than three points. I think the Knicks lost by like 20, and the Nets lost by 11. Kind of reversed. Nets lost by 21. Knicks lost by 10. Both both of those are more than three points. I mean, you you got it. I I never said you didn't have it. Um, Los Knicks lose. I'll, I'll be honest. I... Got so caught up in the title game, I didn't watch a minute of this. So I'm going through the box score right now. I'll see what stands out. Cantor played a lot, so we know what happened there. They They're gave tanking. up a lot of points. We talked about uh, this. Cantor Portland's went to the good. GM. Knicks are bad. Hot take. Yeah, Cantor went to the GM and was like, hey, how come you're not playing me? And they're like, we think you're going to get a lot of time soon because we're trying to lose, and you don't do that well. Yeah. So... Yankees signed uh, Billy Burns. Seth Curry playing for the Trailblazers, Jim. What's that? Seth Curry playing for the Trailblazers. Oh, he's back in the NBA. Has he been? Oh in, yeah. Has he been in the NBA this whole time, just not playing? Or he had he had like a bad injury for a little bit, but um, it was kind of funny because he went from like fringe, like being on a roster, to then the whole NBA changed around him, kind of because of his brother. <laughs> And now he's like a guy you'd have on your team. He's That's, he's not like a starter, but he's he's solid. He played 22 minutes last night. Good for him. Ooh, you'd like this, Jim. One, two, three, four, five. In five my bank players account. on the Portland. Five players on the Portland bench played. They all played 22 minutes. That's good. Some math nerds running the running, running the uh, the ins and outs. Yeah, I think the Blazers are like an analytics team, so I, I there could be some geek on the sidelines just like so happy about that. Dude, Nets three three-pointers in a row. Your 20 minutes is up, bud. I'm You're feeling hot. real good right now, coach. I'm hot. No, no, no. Everyone gets their 22 minutes on this team. Come on. And whose mom brought Yee. snacks? You're out, four eyes. <laughs> That's one of <laughs> Maybe we'll get that as a sound bit. That's a really good clip. Yeah, someone DM'd me saying that we needed to, with a sound bit clip. They were like, you should put the, what an idiot from old school, or from uh, from um, um, Starsky and Hutch, Will Ferrell, you know? Right. Ha- hang gliding. 
They said we should put that in the soundboard. It's Wedding Crashers. Yeah. yeah. What, you're right. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, All right. They both are movies with like bit Will Ferrell cameos. Right. Wedding I Crashers just, I just is in clicked, jail. I just clicked on a lot of Trailblazers box stores. I haven't seen the 22-minute thing before, so I'm happy for them. No, so it's not a thing they do every time. No. Nice. Nice. I did, clip, I did clip that Will Ferrell one. Oh, you know what I did, though, Jake? I, I watched that clip, and instead of taking the what a bang, bang, idiot, I liked the next line he says more for the soundboard, which is this. What a loser! <laughs> yeah. It's a little more applicable. Yeah. So um, thanks. Uh, who sent that in? I, I want to say it was Troy or Tristan. Dude, we, we've been talking about doing... Trip. I was all over it. We we talked... Yeah, you nailed it. Uh, <laughs> we've been talking about doing some dual episodes for like doing a, the Babe Ruth called shot for laughs from the past and talking Yanks. I think we do that with Rucco and Jake and John Boy Radio. We do 20 minutes on the Yankees, 10 minutes on the Nets, and we bring the Nets talk on here. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think we should do that next time we talk to Rooks, which maybe we should do if it keeps being cold stove. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, anything else, dude? I mean, there. Someone's editing Matt Rule's Wikipedia. Jets fans, I guess. There's at least one Jets fan out there that wants Matt Rule to be the new head coach of the New York Jets. I like to think of this as a conspiracy theory. I think Matt Rule wants to be the head coach of the Jets, so he had his son, who's a nerd and a Wikipedia editor, edit this okay. to get the headline out there because this was a headline. You know, you got to control the story. If people, you, you make this your Wikipedia, you have your nerdy son, make this your Wikipedia, it becomes a story, right? And then right. you gauge the public's reaction. Because right now, this was written about on some website that I found it. And if like the people are like, yeah, actually, Jets, you should hire him. Then Matt Rule's like, boom, case study, done. People want me. So I think this is great tactic by Matt Rule and his nerdy son. Yeah, there's a chance. Um, I, I don't think Matt Rule should leave Baylor. He's uh, I think he's a big, big God guy, and Baylor is as a school, and they're, they're just starting to turn it around. I don't think it makes sense for him to leave. I mean, if he's going to get paid, I'll always do that. But What um, if his dream was be to coach the NFL? I mean, yeah, knock yourself out. If that's what you want to do and get paid, and they'll offer it to you, go for it, brother. But um, I, I think he's... He's in line to to do some decent stuff at Baylor, I think. Um, do, have we done the whole Cliff Kingsbury discussion on here? We did it on Twitter. I think he's only getting job offers because he's hot. Well, someone said like he does run a really good offense, right? Yes, but Jimmy, he got fired from Texas Tech. It's not like he turned the program around and it's like, oh, hey, we should get him. He's good. Like, no, he got fired by Tech. Yeah. Yeah. But what if he's a good recruiter? Like you got to be attractive. Well, that wouldn't work for more for college. Okay. What if yeah. he gets, you just get two good offensive and defensive coordinators. And then he's like a good looking Jason Garrett. Like me and my dad, who's a Cowboys fan was, what does Jason Garrett do during games? All he does is decide if they go for one or go for two. Cause yeah, manages. The, yeah. But he doesn't call any of the plays on either side of the ball. Like, what does Jason Garrett do? That's where you get Cliff to be. He's just a better-looking, like, head of the franchise, can talk to the media well, just get better coaches underneath him. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal. 
But I mean, I, it, I said to you, you either have to be really attractive to right. be to be a good if if you're a subpar coach who wants a job, right? Right. Because you have to be really attractive. Because then, just really attractive people get better stuff in life. That's like a scientific fact. Or you have to be really, really disgusting. Like, holy shit, this dude doesn't care about anything but football. He's so gross. He's probably a genius because he spends all his time thinking about football because every other aspect of life sucks for him because he's so gross. So if you're a subpar coach, you have to... Now, you can be a really, really good coach and fall anywhere on the spectrum because you're a good coach. No. Yeah. So that's Give the, me the gross that, coach all day. Yeah. Well, Andy Reid fits gross coach and good coach. Well, and I've I've got um and in the Natty news, I I'm gonna keep the Kingsbury stuff going a little bit because it goes with the the Packers coach. You want me to just run the Natty news? Let's do it. We're doing it. Anyway. I mean, if you're ready, I didn't want to cut you off. No, we're ready. Let's do it. The the other thing was right. the John Jay story, which is nothing. If it's true that the White Sox recruited John Jay or signed John Jay to a one year four million deal just because he's best friends with Manny Machado and they're trying to lure in Machado. If that is even one iota of the reason they gave him $4, millions, $4 million, then that's awesome for John Jay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to come down to who gives Manny Machado the most money and where he wants to play. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's not a discussion. But if all things are equal and one team... <laughs> is literally paying your friends and family and rolling out the red carpet, and the other team is just a firm handshake and an offer sheet, I think if people look at it like a like they would a general company, and if that pushes the White Sox over, why not? There's no risk. Yeah, but I'm saying more from like a John Jay standpoint, he he's going to have somebody looking at his contract right now and like, oh, fuck, I got to go befriend Glaber Torres before he becomes a free agent. Ooh, that would be really interesting. If this works... I'm going to be Glaber's best friend for the next five years. And then when he free, hits free agency, I'm going to make sure I'm a free agent at the same time. What and do you then, think Tyler Wade is doing? Yeah, and then I'm going to shop myself around. Hey, I can get you Glaber if you give me one year, four mil. Oh, but you suck. No, but it's not about that right now. Uh, well, I, I might be able to help the team, and I'm that guy's buddy. So Yeah. So give me all your money, you dumb piece of shit. The national news. Jim, the big story, the national championship game. Bama is the best team ever. Nick Saban is God. Clemson routes. Alabama, Jim. I mean, never, never a chance. Bama played scared. Did you see the video of the girl that likes LaMarcus Aldridge? It was kind of flirty. Derek Rose with some friendly kill-yourself remarks if you don't think he's going to play well anymore. NFL News, Packers hire Titans offensive coordinator LeFleur because the Titans were so good this year. And then (laughs) John Gruden... Even though they hired Mike Mayock to be the GM, the GM said Gruden will have the final call on all players. Who? 
Uh, girl likes Lamarcus Aldridge. If no one knows what that was, look at Mark. She was front row at the basketball game, and Aldridge came up close to her, and you can see her eyes just go down to his junk, and then she immediately grabs her phone to take a picture. Yeah, she does the big like mouth wide open. Oh my god! And then uh, I think the most incriminating thing for her, Jim, because I was I was wondering if maybe because it does it cuts away pretty quick, and I was wondering like maybe if. She was taking out her phone. That was her reaction, and she was about to take, like, a good picture of him. But you see the reverse flash go off on her end. You see the picture being taken. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see if I'm there. Maybe I'll, I'll tag you in it again to watch it. But it's, it's just a silly video. And I think it – no, it's funny. I thought if there was any, like – I don't know, sexist undertones about me retweeting that. But, like, if it was a guy that saw, like, I don't know, Serena Williams bend over at a match and, like, I don't know, drop his phone or spit out his coffee, I think I'd still retweet that. So I think it's all fair. If a guy took out his phone to take a picture of an athlete's boobs at an NBA game, people would say that's, like, sexist. Watch them play. But if a girl does it, it's awesome. And that's society's opinion. Uh, and my opinion is, who who the fuck cares? People yeah. check out boobs, butts, and dicks whenever they want. All the time. Amen. I Those almost look at every quote. butt that walks past me. And half the time I'm like, fuck, I wish I didn't look at that butt. And sometimes I'm like, that was a great butt look I just did. Yeah, and I think it is more male-oriented. I, I mean, women do it too, and that's fine, I think. But like, I, I think people would just be naturally shocked, the male instinct, to look... At a boobs, butt, hot guy, whatever you're into. Like, if I'm driving and and there's, like, a... And not even a cute... Just a girl on a bike. Like, I'm going to look. Oh, yeah. And if, if e- your anyone. kid's walking in the street in front of me, they're hit. Um, I tagged you in the video again. If you, if, I want you to try to confirm if the flash went off. Or the reverse flash. Because I, I was... I was basically, I turned into a lawyer for a little bit on my couch last night, and I was trying to defend her, but I don't think there is an argument on it. But um, I'll keep it within the NBA for now. Uh, Your guy. I don't think the reverse flash goes off. I think her screen just turns on. Okay, you think that was just the screen turning on? It seemed a little more dramatic than that, you know? Yeah, well, that'd be really like quick. Like if we to could tell that from a reverse angle camera, that would mean I think she that hit, was the picture clip. That would mean she hit a picture with one touch of the button. I think she just turned her phone on and the, the screen lit up. Right. Um, what do you think about the old D Rose kill yourself remarks? You got a clip, Jim? Yep. For those who didn't hear, here you go. Like I said, for everybody that think that I'm not gonna play the same way, kill yourself because <laughs> I believe in myself. Uh, I don't know. Just the times, man. The times like this used that used to be saying. Yeah, that used he, to be a very common saying. Kill he yourself, down dude. On it too. The the reporter gave him like another out, and he was like, "No, <laughs> no, no. If if you if you think I'm not gonna play as well, <laughs> kill yourself." Yeah, and it was just a turn. Of, like it was. It's been a turn of phrase, whether correct or incorrect. But I mean, I've said that like. Oh, kill yourself, dude. More in a mocking term. He didn't really use it, but it's still the same thing. But he apologized yeah. for it. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah, you have you have to to a degree. I kind of um, get how that shouldn't be a, a saying, but like, I, no, I don't. You know what? No, I don't. 
not one person thought he honestly wanted people to kill themselves. And that right. would be the only way you can get offended by this. If, if you thought that Derek Rose found out you killed yourself because you didn't believe him and he was like, good, you didn't believe in me. And that's not the case at all. He was just using a phrase. Now, yeah. phrases can hurt you. I understand that. And I, I, I do understand that. But like, come on, come on. Yeah. Well, if you don't believe in Derek Rose, we're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy enjoy your time. Um dude, I I guess I skipped over the national championship. No, I'll use it for the last one. Let's do the Gruden with the players first, and then we'll go to the national because the national champs is a big conversation. Well, I think the I I the two football things are really good, Jim, because I uh we'll we'll end with Gruden because that'll be sillier. Maybe you'll get a voice out of me, but uh so the Packers hired Titans OC LeFleur, your guy. Um but there's a lot of there's a lot of jokes going around the internet because like the Titans weren't that great this year. They missed the playoffs. Uh, I think the offense was ranked like 25th or something like that. Jimmy, this guy storyellied his way to the top. Yeah, how? So the reason this guy got hired as the Green Bay Packer head coach with one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, one of the most prestigious franchises in the game, he used to work for Sean McVay, and he used to work for uh, Shanahan, which are the two most respected offensive minds in the game. So because he was linked to those two guys, he was a cool coaching candidate. Yeah. so It's, it's literally like a... It's what what's the show? Silicon Valley? This guy's basically big head. No. I mean, you I mean he probably He could learned, be. Yeah, he could be, but he learned stuff from those players and they're hoping again maybe in his interview he's like, "Hey, this is like what I want to implement. This is who I learned it from. There it's all been successful before." I mean, there's a chance, but like he he had the opportunity this year and I mean, Tennessee has some weapons. And they were 25th, so it's kind of like this guy <laughs> This guy got hired by the Packers front office to almost, like, extract everything from McVay and Shanahan and then almost be on your way. Like, th- this guy should have left his offensive coordinator job with the Titans and just had every front office. He should have been a private contractor, have every front office pay him a million dollars, and they could pick his brain for 48 hours what's different i don't know that's i'm saying i mean i'm happy for the guy again i never i never knock someone for getting hooked up when they they maybe shouldn't be because that's kind of how my dream and how i try to progress through life yeah but um i mean you should uh you should get brother brett's opinion on this for tomorrow all right. Uh, Gruden will, the GM says Gruden will with final calls on players. Does he mean who plays on the field? Cause that's normal. Or does he mean who they bring in? Cause that means, yeah, he means who they bring in like draft picks and stuff. So the so, GM is admitting that Gruden's doing his job. Kind of. It's I, again, this is another story. Ellie way out. He's basically, he hired the GM to do all the research, do all the work and lay everything out for him. But end of the day, I mean, Oh, I like that. Ide- I'm fine with that. Ideally, these guys want to go hand in hand and at the end of the day be like, yes, we both agree we want to draft the free safety. But like, it rarely works out like that. 
And I just, I mean, it's, it's genius. Yeah, you watch all the tapes, scout all the players, bring that info to me, and Daddy will take care of it from there. I like that. I like that. All right. Yeah. National, national championship game. Opens up with a pick six and then a bomb touchdown and then like another bomb touchdown. And it's yeah. 14 to seven and we're not even five minutes in. Hottest start you can have. Hot which, start. Which was awesome. You know what? Before the game, I read a Skip Bayless tweet, all right? And I was Ooh. with Luke, and it was the first time I read a Skip Bayless tweet, and I was like, that's not a hot take. Like, I don't, okay. I think Skip's being rational here. Now, it turns out he was wrong. Right. But I still don't think it was a hot take. Okay. Um, he, and he said, do, do, uh, he, he, do, do, fucking, he tweets a lot. Yeah. I would love to see Trevor Lawrence outplay Tua, but it's just too much to ask of a true freshman on this stage against this defense. Before the game, I was like, that's not – Skip usually does, like, blazing hot hot takes, and I read them, and I'm just kind of like, why do I even read this? He's obviously just trying to annoy people and get bad responses. But I agreed with this one. A true freshman outplaying Tua on the biggest stage – and against that defense, this dude, this kid was at his high school prom 10 months ago, not even a calendar year away from his high school prom. Like when he does his recap of 2018, 19, whatever this year, whatever year he wants to put it in, you're going to say, I went to prom. I won the national championship game. Right. So I didn't think that was a hot take by Skip, which uh, was weird. But turns out we're, he's wrong and I'm wrong for not thinking that. Well, no, I, it's not a hot take, but it turned out that kid could play outplay Tua and the defense, which is amazing, man. Like, like how good is Clemson? And you tweeted out that that quarterback and that wide receiver are going to be there for two more seasons. Yeah. Um, That's scary. Yeah, man. It's I mean, it really is like insane. Um, he. When you think about how actually young that dude is and like what you were doing at age 18 and how much time he had to put in from ages like 10 till now that when you're a little kid, like what? And I mean, that starts to turn into some family and some stuff like that because I mean, I, I, Jim, we're talking about bragging and accomplishments, but like, you know, up till age 12, I was like, there's a chance I can be pretty good at baseball. Like I was an all-star every year and all that. And I know a lot of people are. This is, this isn't me bragging about accomplishments from (laughs) almost two decades ago, but to put in the actual work you need to do to become better. Like that's, that's nuts. Like that. Did you see the one throw that was just bonkers? Just like guy was coming to kill him. He put it right over the, right over the linebacker right out of the safety's way and like his wide receiver was full extension. It was literally the perfect throw on the biggest stage. It's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And I I know this isn't a talk you and I really want to do, but no I and this always happens that it's it's the one percent of the one percent of the one percent. But like this kid could go pro tomorrow, but he can't legally by NFL and NCA rules. But like if he was in the draft this year, he would easily be the number one overall pick. You think so? Oh, yeah. Easily. People are talking about Haskins, and teams don't even love Haskins. And he could be top five, top seven for sure, Giants. Um, 
Dude, Lawrence easily. Easily. So when can um, he go to the draft? 2021, Jim. This guy has to play two more years of college football. What's the official rule for football, for college football? I don't know it. So it's you can be after your redshirt sophomore or after your junior year. You have to do three years. Because they have it set up that way because it's so physical and it's size, strength, and all of that. Um, so Giants, yeah, like so it, Giants should keep Eli this year, try to win, keep Eli in 2021, Try to lose, try to lose. Lawrence. Yeah, you got it. There you um, go. I I think it's funny because I I don't think it'll become a story because he seems like the kind of guy that'll enjoy being at Clemson and doing it. But like if if this guy was, I don't know, someone that was just looking to collect right now, like he could throw a a conniption, a conniption. Looking to collect right now, this kid, this I mean, not to be rude, <laughs> this kid doesn't know how to think right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like this kid's life is never going to be real. No. Yeah. He's, he's, ne yes. That's the only way you can really put it. His and life the is wide receiver, the wide receiver that made a, the crazy catch, too. He's a freshman. So yeah. they're going to be together playing college football for two more years. Sounds like it sounds like a recipe for success. But whenever we have that, like, wow, they're going to be good for a lot of time, then right. it never actually pans out. Then the drugs kick in. Uh, three years removed from high school, a post-grad year counts. So uh, Larry Fitzgerald left after his sophomore year. So it's three years removed from high school rather than three years in college. Right, but I, I, don't, I says, don't know how that uh, works wom, with the whole prom thing. Says um, Wombag Doodle. Because post-grad is kind of a whole nother thing. I, he didn't do a post-grad year. So I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's 2021. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He's just saying that's the only way you can do two years of college is if you did like right. a post-grad year. All right, let's call it. Are we, are, are, we doing a, are we doing the bet of the day? Are we working that? Is that sports? Is that end? Is that Oh, I think we'll end with the bet of the day. That's how I had okay. imagined Well, spoiler. Halftime spoiler. <clears throat> yeah, and Jordan Gag in halftime, he says makes up a good point. He Jordan Gag in the in the live chat says, "You guys said Jake could make that Chicago field goal. Jake also likes beer. Not sure if you saw it, but Goose Island is offering free beer for a year if you can go make a forty-three yard yarder at their brewery. Jake also likes Goose Island, so it sounds yeah. like you got to get to Chicago and go make. I've this been cake. to the Goose Island brewery. Yeah, we we might have. We to, went uh... together. Yeah." It's true. You, me, Danny Burns, Big Evan. Um, memory. Evan and but, Co. Uh, we should, yeah, of Evan and Co. We should, um, yeah, I, th I think it's it's starting to swirl enough on the Twitter sphere that we, uh, we might have to add like $8 to our budget to get a used football at like played against sports in Tampa and, and do a little kicking video. Okay. I, I think the world's ready for it. We got We needed someone to come film us then. I might, I might have to, uh, yeah, I might, I might have to get uh, best friend Jeff out to to do some drills, practice it up a little, go to a high school field, get exhausted after fifteen minutes, mm -hmm. kick a couple field goals. Get we really we had a lot of fun when we went and we did the throw punt kick. Oh yeah, it was a blast. That's right. a man. My body's starting to give way. I think if 
I mean, I could still do it, but if I wanted to do it cleanly, I, th- I think I need like a week to train. All right. You used to be able to do it. Have, have you ever thrown something? When's the last time you've thrown something full strength? Mm, probably on the beach with Luke over the summer. I mean, were you sore after? No, I don't think so. But a football, if really? I threw a football for a while, maybe. Yeah, like if, 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 we, if we went out, I gave you 10 friendly warm-up tosses and then said throw this football as far as you can three times, do you think you'd be sore the next day? Yeah, it's, I need more yeah, than 10 warm-ups. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I need, more, need some stretches. Come on. <laughs> don't, don't get old. Uh, let's go to the real news. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock, time for the news. A 90-year-old American cyclist is to be stripped of the title for failing the drug test. A faux restaurant or pho, I should say, a pho restaurant in the town of Keene removes their sign following the city's concerns over the name Pho Keene Great. Venmo arm wrestling is becoming a thing in China, and Jake is very intrigued. A woman was accused of stalking a Paradise Valley man she met online after she sent him 65,000 text messages holy hell a man caught trying to smuggle four live kittens by stuffing them down his pants was caught the indian barber famous for his cosmic head massages is the best thing i've ever watched and i want one a cat from michigan has been found found in florida how did this happen the woman who dunked her chicken nuggets in coke at the u.s open has now launched a music video and a cheating husband gets an embarrassing list tattooed on his chest to earn his wife's trust back. I read the news today, oh boy. All right, a lot going on here because we had the weekend and then yesterday of no news. So we got a lot going on, Jake. What, yeah, what we'll, catches uh, your fancy? What do you want to go to first? We'll see, we'll see what we get through. And we'll, uh, if, if, if we got to have some rollover to tomorrow, we can. Um, Man, let, let's start with it. I, I tagged you in it, and I think it's going to be... I think we want to talk about it now because it's only going to be a story for about 12 hours, but the woman who dunked her her chicken into her Coca-Cola at the U.S. Open has released a music video. Today yep. was the launch date. I, I've, I've watched a chunk of it. Yeah, I have. It's a well- really... It's a really interesting thing what's going on here. Well, here. I'll play a little of the music video for the people listening at home. Sure. And um, if you're not familiar with the story, it pretty much summed it up. She would dunked her chicken nuggets. I think we talked about this on John Moore and Jake Radio. When she dumped her chicken fingers into Coke, ate it. And then at another sporting event, they found her doing it again. She got like interviewed. She said, it's just something my grandpa did and I do. She made a Twitter account for it. And she's just like leached herself onto this 15 minutes of fame and she's milking it for all she the, can. The biggest catch is she's she's like an 8 out of a 10. She's like a good-looking gal. Yeah, so here's some of the music video. It's called Chicken Soda. <laughs> I was 
was men in my business at the US Open when ESPN caught me. I was dipping my chicken into my soda, and now they all think I'm a freak. Take the chicken with your right, take the soda with your left, and then you dip, 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 dip. Take the chicken with your right, take the soda with your left, and then you dip, 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 dip. I always wanted to be. All right, so that's basically it. Now, yeah. everyone on the internet's going to want to hate this. Right. Well, we needed this. Oh, come on. This is fucking annoying. Go away. I fucking hate this girl. I love this, Jake. Nice. And you said earlier, you're never going to knock someone for milking or getting what they can out of something they don't deserve. And this is exactly it. If the internet's fatuated this stuff, this this video is sponsored by Pokemon. She got good money out of this. It's a terrible song. Yeah. Everyone's going to be talking about it today, and they're going to be talking about how terrible it is. And not how smart it was. Like, if someone takes 15 minutes of fame and turns it into a shitload of followers on Instagram and then a paid music video, that person uh, used their 15 minutes of fame well. And it's fun. And she pokes fun at herself. She's like, I'm going to... Someone asked her, like, how long are you going to milk this? And she said, it's a it's a multi-pronged attack. So, Jimmy, that's the interesting thing. And I think I think her followers, I, I, I checked her out on Instagram. I think she might already be up a thousand followers or so today. Um, the the videos got like eight thousand views. I, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like a good for her. I guess the question is. I don't want to say where are you heading because because knock yourself out, ride whatever's hot and get there how you get there. But like it's. Her Instagram is a mix of like her posing like an Instagram model and then chicken and Coca-Cola stuff. And she does say that the video is like cringeworthy. Um, I mean, it's, I guess if it if you're taking it seriously, you're insane. She's laying in a bathtub full of Coca-Cola with chicken nuggets on the brim. And then she she she, she dips them into the bath. I mean, come right. on. I, it's a good time. That's I, funny. I guess it is a good time. I, I'm not knocking that. I guess I I just want to know for her, like, what's next? And does she actually think this is cringeworthy? Yeah, like, I, think I don't she, think I, so. I think she's joking around and laughing with it. At one point in the music video, she's just opening up her jacket and, and just showing her boobs as the camera just like, kind of zooms in on her boobs. Right. I guess I guess that's the thing. I from her from all of her moves from since this has started. I think she wants to become a sex symbol, and I, I, I don't know if this is the best angle. Maybe it is. So good, good for her. I think it's funny. Like I, I'm with her because she's pissing Jimmy, off so many people. Jimmy, there was a gal that uh, me, me and her were were uh, necking for a little bit, and I, I, I don't think we really liked each other. We, we, we didn't really know what we were doing. We kind of knew at the time, but it was fun. And a, a a text phrase that me and her worked up were was GFY GFY. Good for you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not go um, fuck yourself with this girl. Big fan. Yeah, I, I mean it's a friendly New York way. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, you know. But yeah, good for her. GFY. I mean, listen to this part of the song. Dip, sip, whip, drip. 
Yeah. It's not even her voice. She admitted that it's not her singing. Okay. So it's really just a giant. It's a giant joke, and Pokemon sponsored it. I think I would like this more if there was less production value. I think that you have to come from her side and be in on the joke. Because the people that are getting mad at this and that are on the outside of the joke that are making the joke funny are crazy. I mean, they're just like looking around to get mad because this is the most innocent, harmless thing. And what makes it funny is that people think it's not innocent and harmless. Hey, that's what Dr. Phil said about B-Had Baby. And now look at her go. You're her biggest fan. I'm her biggest fan. So there you go. It's the same shit. It's the same exact thing. But no. That's that's what I'm saying. If she was locked into, if she could see, I'm the reverse, dude. I if guarantee she, she starts a podcast. Like, I guarantee this she's is st- my new, this is my new rap album. I would be like, yes. Now we're talking. No, so she already has a deal with a chicken nugget company to make a cola version of dip, a cola style right. dip. So she's got she's got uh, endorsement deals. She's probably going to be on some chicken place commercials. I mean, you don't remember yeah. the name Michelle Jenicky, but she used her 15 minutes of, so- of frame from that Australian track runner, and she went on apps and co- models and commercials. That's what this girl's going to do. Good for her. Life's fun. Yeah, Fuck around. I'm, I'm not knocking that at all. I'm saying I wish she was in the deep end. I wish she lived a life as the chicken Coca-Cola rap lady. I think she's getting there. I think she's, she's probably still just, teetering I think she just line, wants like, to be a personality. Cringeworthy. Like, no, babe. Make this your life. This is what America wants. If you look at the, 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 the music video, when she is laying in a, a bathtub full of Coca-Cola with chicken fingers surrounding her head, and don't yes. like, understand the humor in that. Like Think of the behind-the-scenes music video when the whole yeah. crew's like, all right, the Coke's in the tub. Get in there. <laughs> I mean, I'm there, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that's, like, that's the same thing with my girl, B-Had Baby. Like, people were like, yo, is this 14-year-old messing with us? And it's like... Oh no, she actually thinks she's a bad bitch that can beat up people. Yeah, see, you that's why are... I'm out because that girl has no self awareness. This girl does. That's why I love it. Yeah. And now she is a star. She faked it till she made it the best ever. You'd rather the laugh at ever. someone than with someone. Like, because you're laughing well, at. Well, now I'm with her. Don't mess with us, bad bitches. <laughs> uh, dude, did you watch this Indian barber cosmic head massages? I did not, but I could literally tell by the way you were talking about it that this is your heaven. You've you've always had a weakness for a good head massage. Yes. This Indian barber goes fucking crazy on people's okay. heads with like a whoosh, whoosh, boom. Just slapping your face around, rubbing it up and down. And uh, it, I mean, it, it looks kind of gross. And kind of like you'd wake up, you'd come to, and the blood would come back to your head, and you'd be like, oh, my God, that felt so good. If this guy, if this guy, he does it for, um, if we had, like, just money floating around, I'd hire this guy to come give us cosmic head massages. Jimmy, why didn't I, why didn't you tell me I was going to love this guy? I, I mean, I'm trying to tell you, it's awesome. He's the best. His mannerisms are incredible. Yeah, I tried to give you some of them. Oh, yeah. This guy's the best. Yeah, I know. I want to talk about because this video, I'll put it on the Instagram page. So if you're sometimes when there's videos, I throw them on the Instagram, John Moyne Jake Radio. So go check those out if you haven't. It's amazing. It's fantastic. 
Yeah, that's, I just, if you look at this guy and you say he doesn't have good energy, you're out of my life. Yeah, I'm, again, like, how could the, you hate this guy? You could be like, I wouldn't want that to my face, and I totally understand that, but I want it to my face. Oh, yeah. But if you, like, that guy has cosmic energy. There's no doubt in the world. I think I'm the kind of person that I, I don't take things too serious that it, it, it can lead to bad things. Like, I think if I got one of this guy's cosmic massages, I think I would start believing in it to the point where, like, a doctor would be like, oh, you, you need to come in and, and get surgery on your gallbladder. And I'd be like, no, my guy's got me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd be in there with, with my Indian buddy and be like, no, just, just tell him what he needs to do and he'll get it done. And yeah. they'd be like, I don't think you want that. And I'd yeah. be like, yes, I do. That's great. It's fantastic. Uh, what else do we got? Cheating husband gets embarrassing list. Did you see this? I, I linked it just straight to the picture for you. Yeah, I, I saw this. This this went viral the other day. I mean, yeah. I mean, I Tattoo mean, on his chest. I, Jose L. Torres, am getting a tattoo voluntarily on January 2nd, 2019, so that I can earn my wife's trust back for the pain and suffering I've caused in a marriage. I am a liar, cheater, manipulator, deceiver, whore slash prostitute lover, which I, that's, yeah. if, if he's a whore, nah, uh, dishonest and respectful. If he's a whore no, and he loves prostitutes. No, they're lumping whores and prostitutes together there. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. I thought it was like I'm a whore and a prostitute lover, which is confusing to me. But yeah, I, I get right. it. Right. Um, I, I, we missed a comma after Torres, and I think we spelled deceiver wrong. They, oh, there's two mistakes. He spelled deceiver wrong, and they spelled volunt. No, they spelled another word wrong that I, I can't, uh, yeah. can't find right now. This, yeah, was- this is tough. Yeah, it's. I mean, don't this- get this tattoo. Just get divorced. But I don't know. Anything for love, Jim. It's a good uh, first date conversation. I mean, at a certain point, when if if you're the wife that he's doing this for, or whoever it is, you don't want to look at this. This is just a reminder. Constant reminder that he cheated on you. Like, maybe put it on his back or somewhere to sometimes be like, oh, you were a dipshit, but you've been a good guy for 15 years. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, this is a daily reminder. Of how bad of a person you're married to. <laughs> <laughs> He's a liar, cheater, manipulator. Oh, great. I'll take you back now. <laughs> Good. Uh, actually, second thought. This is going to be great when they have kids and he wants to like hang out with his kids and go sw- in the swimming pool with his kids. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I, I think the, the last, last story we've, we've got to hit b- before we either T-quad or wrap it up, but the, the faux shop in, in Keene is... I mean, classic. I don't, I mean, come on. You, you cannot be mad at a pho or pho. I think it's pho shop. For it, the, the town is named Keen. They right. sell pho. Right. Their pho is great. The right. store name is Pho Keen Great. The town gets and, upset. And I understand why and, the town gets upset, but you have to respect the creative mind that was like, this needs to be the store name. And guess what? If your kid is able to put it together, they know the word fucking. Like, yeah. get over yourselves. Yeah. Yeah, the like, fucking is fucking great. Like, I'm sorry. If your 12-year-old 
says, yeah, that place is fucking great. And they're clearly being a, a 12-year-old just twisting the knife in your back. I mean, they already know. Yeah. No, this is... I mean, even though they had to get the sign removed, it's still great move by the creative team because now we all know about fucking great, the fuck place in Keene, which I didn't know I mean, about I, before. I know a, a killer joke that floored me probably probably earlier than 12 was the Sofa King and how great he was. And then you'd say, oh, he's Sofa King great. Mm. And it's, ah, ha, 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 all in the back of the bus. My favorite meme, like early early meme from 2007, is sure. uh, the picture of that worker who's picking up recycling, and she's picking up the the cans and crushing them, you know? Right. And the the meme says, my job is soda pressing. And it's like a picture of yeah. a sad lady. My job is soda pressing. It's a classic. That was the first time I saw a meme, and it had to be like, not the first time. They weren't as popular as they are now, and I was like, that's funny wordplay. Ah, ha, 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 ha. That's a funny wordplay. This is funny stuff, man. All right, do a little T-quad. T-quad. Ooh, do you think The Office has a chance at a successful reboot without Michael Scott Sub question, do you think he's actually not going to be included in the new season? They're making an office reboot? I thought this was like a hearsay and a joke and not real. There was a joke for like a week and then it went for another week. So people were like, this is pretty real. And I definitely think the ancillary people from the office are in. And then they had a big like get together reunion. So there was all this speculation. Um. They'll end up doing something. Um, the odds of it being good are low. Um, yeah. Like, even, even even if Michael Scott was back, Steve Carell, as he's known in, in the States, oh, like, it so, still wouldn't be good because it's not the same. They're saying that uh, it might be, I think a one-off special would be the way to do it. Some event that brings everyone back together said uh, the guy who plays Toby, who uh, was like a writer and producer for the show. Yeah. I mean, didn't didn't Parks and Rec do this and they were awful? Mm, I didn't think so. I thought they talked about it, but they I don't think it's been had already. No, I thought didn't they come back with like five episodes and uh they they hate each other. What what are their names? I'm I'm now I'm combining real life names and Leslie Nope and Ron Swanson hate each other. They did? Yeah, man. No, I, I remember I watched like one and a half episode and I was like, these are bad. It says it hasn't been on since 2015, so I don't think so. I would I would check it out, man. I'm 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 pretty sure on this. Uh Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman's new show will bring Parks and Rec fans much joy. So I don't think that it's Parks and Rec. They're making a craft show together. Uh, I have no new Parks and Recs episodes that I can find. And I would think, feel like I would have watched them because I like Parks and Rec. So you don't remember Leslie and Ron not getting along at all? Mm, it, if it was like a, a couple episodes during the stretch of the show that I watched it. Like Ron, Ron joins a private 
a private company or some shit. I don't know, man. I'm 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 feeling. Yeah, you're just explaining the last. Otherwise, season. my dreams are getting dark. Yeah, you're just explaining the last season though. That wasn't that was the last season. It wasn't like a gap in time or anything. And then a reunion or a comeback. Oh. It, well, was wasn't it after? Because I thought that no, because wasn't the John Ham like the final scene? Like they brought in John Ham. It was a couple years later. But didn't I thought they did episodes after that? After they wrapped it up, because people were demanding more. No. So what happened was they were Leslie was pregnant, and they didn't want to deal with like kids. A lot of shows don't like dealing with kids, and that storylines that go around kids. So for the last season, they thought it'd be fun to to skip the timeline three years into the future. But it wasn't like there was actually no gap. Okay. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, so, so the season ended, then they got renewed for a seventh season, and they decided instead of having the babies, because Leslie was pregnant, they're going to jump to the babies are like three years old. It's all uh, three years in the future. They ran the future joke down a little bit, but they had all gone and done like their own things. And then they all, you know, it was just a new time. But it wasn't it, as, as far as episodes coming out, it was right in line with when the new season was going to come out. Oh. Well, they were awful. They were different. It was a different feel to the show, for sure. I actually went back and watched some Parks and Rec, and I did not like it as much as I liked it at the beginning. Right. Didn't think it held up. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. Is that the end of the show, Jake? The end? Yeah. About wraps it we up. We talked about a new segment, but maybe not. Oh, yeah. You, are, you got your bet? Oh, Yeah. All right, here play, is... Play the music. Play the fight song. Okay. The, 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 okay, here we go. Here that we go. song you were playing on playing for this. There you go. That's pretty bitching. We're, we're going to start doing the bet of the day. I know everybody does betting, but we, we kind of want to do this as a silly way for now. Poppy Gordo is going to pick a game. Jimmy's going to tell if he agrees with me or wants to pick the other side. We'll track it. We'll see. I'm pretty bad at betting. So I think at the end of the day, if we track this enough, I think there's it's going to be 70%. If you guys reverse bet me, you can make money. My first easy bet of the day, Jim. Big game. Big game. Houston at Temple AAC basketball, Jim. Houston's undefeated, going into Temple. Fran Dunphy's last season, Houston minus three. Uh, Temple plus three. We're going underdogs. So, Jim, are you with me on Temple winning or losing by less than three? It looks like the last time they played, Houston beat them by 21 points. 21 points, yes. And it was the closest the game ever was, was 13 minutes in when Temple was down by 15. That's the closest the game ever was. Right. So you're saying that Temple's going to come back and cover the spread. I think it's going to be rowdy. I think it's going to be a rowdy environment. And what are your reasonings for this? They're in Temple? It's at Temple. It's the coaches last season. Temple solid. Houston's undefeated coming in, but they're not like a good undefeated. So I think this is like the game that 
I think this is the game that that breaks their undefeated season. Because and Temple's like all excited, like undefeated teams coming in. Temple last year, uh, two days ago or three days ago, Temple rallied late to beat Wichita State in overtime. So they're they're up. They're feeling like good about themselves. Right. Um, no, they're not going to cover though. Okay. Then I'm on. I am on. Temple, you're on Houston. One of us will be undefeated tomorrow. It's only three, time. right? Only three. I don't think I'd take it if it was 10. Wow. Or nine. We'll, we'll see. Vegas knows best. All right. Yeah, Vegas does know best. Vegas does know best. That's the end of the show. Thank you guys very much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Is there any housekeeping, things we got going on? Jake's got an episode of Talking Huskies, so if you're a UConn fan, go check that out. We have season three announcement episode for Last from the Past. It's like uh, just a 20-minute little recap of what we talked about on season two and what we got coming up for season three. If you haven't checked out Last from the Past yet, but you listen to other shows that we do, I highly recommend it because it seems like you're already like us and uh, – I put a lot of effort into the research, so go fucking reward my effort. Boom. Katie laughed as soon as I said that in the other room. I don't think she was laughing at what I said, but I like to think that. It works. Oh, she's laughing at something her friend texted her, she said. Nice. So that was rude of her to give me that update. And that's the end of the show. Here's Tom Petty running down a dream, which is the song I used in the very, 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 very first test episode we did of this show. We didn't really talk too much about the song today. We already did Tom Petty. Tom Petty is the reason Dead Tuesday became the theme because the very first test episode that we did, or the second one, I should say, it was the second one, was Tom Petty, some, this song. And then you said Some good Tuesday. JJR trivia right there. Yeah, there you go. Now you know why. Oh, it's a good song. Get you going a little bit. Tom Petty gets better every year. It's great. It's fantastic. My mom saw him in concert once and said he was really boring. Must have been doing a slow album tour. All right. See you guys. Thanks for, thanks for listening.